You're listening to This is Yoga Therapy. I'm your host, Michelle Lawrence, and I've had the opportunity to interview many of those who are making a difference at the intersections of yoga and health. And I'm here to share with you their stories and conversations. Thanks for listening. In today's episode, I interviewed Jenna Shant. Jenna is a certified yoga therapist, having graduated from Inner Peace Yoga Therapy in 2020. Today, she works as a yoga therapist at Skyway Behavioral Health in Skokie, Illinois, a specialized behavioral health center with an array of services built just for clients dealing with mood, anxiety, and traumatic stress disorders, complex medical health diagnoses, trauma, and eating disorders. And we're going to talk on the podcast today about her role there and what she calls the, quote, transformative power of collaborative care. It's so great to have you here today, Jenna. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Can you share with us a bit about your background, your education and experience prior to studying to become a yoga therapist? I think it's helpful for folks to hear that yoga therapists can successfully work in healthcare settings without having other healthcare experience or education. And I'd also love to hear your personal story. What brought you to yoga? could be a very long story, but if I think back to when I first started seriously doing yoga, it was sometime when I was in, younger in college or earlier on in college, and I went to college in upstate New York while I was receiving my BFA in acting at the time. So I was studying theater, and yoga was something that I just really connected with, and I've always been a pretty active person. I grew up in a very kind of athletic focused family, being someone on the more activated side, I would say, uh, and having some excess energy. And so movement has always been a big priority and a big thing of kind of managing and regulating myself. And so that's kind of was my introduction, I would say, though, my, my very first class was in a college class that I was taking in yoga. And then I moved to Chicago shortly after I graduated and had a pretty serious practice. I was going to a few different studios, I remember, early on when I first moved here. And that was really kind of keeping me tethered in that transition of coming here, too. And I have wide array of different things I've dabbled in in the years that I've been here and coming initially to do theater and be an actor. And I've been a bartender at restaurants and a server at restaurants for a long time or was at the time. And I was a beer brewer for a long time as well. So I kind of was all over the place in all of the things I was doing. And yoga was always kind of a through line for me. It was something I kept coming back to and felt really connected to getting the mindfulness part of movement felt really important to me. And I did my first training. I don't even remember what year it was. It feels like it was almost a decade. I feel like time feels so all over the place right now. But I want to say it was about almost a decade, maybe somewhere between eight to 10 years ago that I did my first training. And I actually did it as a one-on-one training, not intentionally, but that's how it worked out with the program. And I remember going through that 200 hours and continuing to fall in love with this practice and the ability to share it with others. And I also remember 
coming out of that program and just thinking, I do not feel prepared at all <laughs> to stand up in front of people and teach. And I had I had some teaching experience throughout the program as well, but just really feeling like I needed more and I didn't even know really what that was at the time. And so I had a, a mentor of mine who she asked me some really valuable questions about what do I want to do? What is the direction I want to go with this? And one statement I kept coming back to was that I want to make it approachable to everyone. So I wanted to teach yoga to people who are not necessarily quote unquote yoga people. And so Gina, you know, Gina Fitzpatrick, and I taught at her studio for a long time as well. And she had guided me towards Inner Pieces program, was doing an open house there at her studio. And so I attended and I met you, Michelle. I didn't know that I wanted to go through the whole yoga therapy program at the time, but I just really connected with everything you were saying, really learning what yoga therapy is and what makes it kind of different in some ways from being a yoga teacher who is not at that level. So based on attending that open house, I decided to sign up for the 300-hour program with Inner Peace. It was somewhere during that time, just such profound experiences throughout that whole training. Every teacher is so different, such a wonderful umbrella of all the different directions you can go with yoga therapy and different populations you can serve. And I just got hooked. And probably about halfway through that 300 hours, I was like, I got to keep going. I can't stop here. And so I really made a commitment at some point to say, okay, I'm going to go through the whole program. This feels right to me, even not knowing necessarily specific what population I wanted to work with at the time, really feeling like this was going to bring me in the direction I wanted to go uh, without even really having a, a very specific plan in mind, so to speak. So I went through the program in that I think it was about three years it took me to go through the program. I was doing it pretty back to back while I was still working and then teaching mostly group classes, starting to work with individuals. And then the pandemic happened and that kind of changed everything for many people, I know. And during that time, all of the studios I was teaching at shut down and really being able to figure out what I was going to do based on that. And so I feel like jumping into it because I was like, I got to do something and I didn't want to lose my momentum, so to speak. So I brought everything pretty quickly for myself individually online. I started just teaching online classes, just like Zoom classes, starting with just classes to my friends. And then I started, you know, advertising and spreading out a little bit more. And I started really making a lot of lovely connections that way as well. And I realized I've always had a strong interest in physiology and anatomy and kind of functional yoga as well. So during that time, I also became a personal trainer and a pre and postpartum corrective exercise specialist. I have really been able to kind of blend a lot of those things together historically and in, in my work with people. And it's a wide variety and it's been a winding path that has taken me in a lot of different directions. But I really feel that's helped me in so many ways of kind of coming at it from so many directions. So thanks for sharing all that, Jenna. And I so distinctly remember the day that I met you at Gina's studio in Chicago and Truly, like we've been so lucky to have you in our program and all that you brought to it. And now to see you implementing what you learned and more in the world as a yoga therapist is really exciting. 
So let's talk about that a little bit next, what it was like landing that role at Skyway. So what were they looking for? What was the interview process like for you? And how did you get established in your yoga therapist role there? Yeah, so it was an interesting process. I had originally kind of randomly submitted my resume for this position. And I think I I don't even know how I found it in the first place. To be honest, it was like through an email or something. And I forgot about it. I didn't think of it after, but I received a phone call from one of the co-founders of Skyway. I had like six interviews at least. And I think that when they called me or when they were interviewing for the role initially, I don't know that they really knew exactly what they wanted the role to be. And the co-founder, when I was talking to her, she had actually kind of just discovered that yoga therapy was even a thing. I remember her saying on the phone, I looked up IAYT and I was reading about yoga therapy. And so really just to showing, you know, just the importance of us being able to educate people on what yoga therapy is and how it's regulated. So based on that, I met with her, I met with the other co-founder, I think I met with all of their leadership teams at some point across these interviews. Like I had said, they were kind of becoming familiar with what yoga therapy was. I think the first few meetings we had were really about me educating them on what yoga therapy is, what it could provide to their client populations, and what it would look like to kind of integrate that into a collaborative program. And the very last interview I had was actually a sample class. They asked me to teach a trauma-informed yoga class for them. And it was after that, and then they had asked for references, and then I was hired after that. But they'll always do tours at Skyway where they're walking either clinicians from other places or just other people we network and work with. And every time they walk through, one of the co-founders, she always tell the story. We ha- talked to over 50 yoga teachers before we landed on Jenna. And I think that a lot of it too was that they were interviewing very wide variety of yoga teachers and yoga therapists. And I think they didn't even know if they wanted a yoga therapist or a yoga teacher at the time. I don't know that they didn't really know if they wanted people who are going to do just group classes or people who are also going to work with individuals. There are several different tracks there. There's a trauma track an eating disorder track, and PTSD mood and and anxiety track. And so they really wanted someone, and their whole basis was really wanting someone who could teach trauma-informed classes to these groups. And so that's why the interview process was so long, long story short. It was after I taught the class that they had called me and they offered me the position. And so I thought that was really lovely that that position wasn't necessarily concrete going into it when I talked to them and it kind of developed as this process went on. And I think it just kind of goes to show how we can really make our own roles and kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, take our own power to establish ourselves as we're teaching people about what yoga therapy is and what it can do for people. Yeah, that's so great. So what is it like there for you now? And how did you feel prepared for the role that you have now? And what additional knowledge did you need to bring to the table? Or how has that role evolved even? 
So we just hit our six month of being open mark and working in collaborative care. For me individually, I work, I teach 10 group classes a week currently across all of the tracks. And I work with anywhere between usually six to seven individuals at a time, also across all tracks. So I'll work with people if they're good candidates for yoga therapy. And so I work closely with the clinicians to kind of monitor this, seeing who might be appropriate for it, being able to do intakes for them and spending time doing clinical notes as well. So I'm doing clinical notes just like all of the other therapists there. I also do like staff yoga and workshops for the other clinicians who work there, which has been really, really lovely just to show them more about what I do and kind of give them a better base of to know for their clients if they should refer for that or not. And they're very education focused across the board, which is so wonderful. They have we call them didactics and it's every other week where a different staff member is just teaching something they're passionate about on a wide array of topics. And it's so amazing to just, I feel like I'm learning so much there every day that I'm there from everybody and getting to teach and apply all of these things so immediately. And so it's really great. And then I'm pretty involved with our trauma and the body advisory group. We have a group that is specific for clients to really teach them about what somatic work is and what it means to experience trauma in the body. And so I work with a team of other clinicians kind of designing this programming as well to kind of introduce clients to that. And it's also a really good opportunity for me to give them an introduction to yoga as well and how yoga can apply to working with trauma and what it really means to be embodied. And it's so nice to just feel like I can always be a student there and feeling like I don't need to know everything. And and I really love that. You know, I feel really embraced in what I know. And I feel really relieved that I have such a supportive team of people there who really can cover everything else across the board. I remember our onboarding process there. So before we opened, I think we had about five to six weeks of onboarding. It was pretty intense and really just an amazing opportunity. I don't know that anyone else who onboards will really have that long of a a training coming in, but because they were a brand new facility, they worked so hard to create this cohesive environment and during that training, also those that onboarding, I got to do all of the same trainings that the other clinicians did. So I was trained in uh, DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. We were taught in gender affirming care. We had someone coming in to do somatic experiencing with us, which was something I was familiar with and feel I learned so many things in going through that. Um, working with this group called Be Body Positive that did a training for us about being embodied and, and working towards building your relationship with your body and just really understanding the ins and outs of the admission process and the intake process and all of the other things that we need to do to really keep it running smoothly on a day-to-day basis. And so I was so, so fortunate to receive. And really from the beginning, they treated me like all of the other clinicians. Mm. And that made me feel 
so much more confident and appreciated and willing to share and also really willing to learn. And I really can't say enough for the work and effort and love and time they put in, in really making sure that we all cared and trusted for each other as well. And so it's really, really lovely, everything they've been doing to make that work and really special. I hope that this model is something that will continue to grow and expand. And it feels so unique right now Mm -hmm. in how they're approaching it. So I really can't speak highly enough about that process. That is so awesome. It really sounds like an amazing place to work and an amazing model that they put forth. And I'm with you. Like, I hope it gets repeated and replicated and that we see more organizations like this pop up that include yoga therapy, but also commit to the the employees because, you know, that's how they want to probably frame their, the care, right? I mean, the more that they can invest in you all, absolutely, the, the higher quality of care the folks that go there will receive. What advice might you have for other new yoga therapists who are seeking similar opportunities? I heard you say that you kind of built the role, but what else might you share about this opportunity to other yoga therapists, whether they're out there looking for a job like this or haven't graduated yet, but are contemplating their future? First and foremost, not narrowing yourself in before you have to or before you're ready. And I think that I remember in in all, you know, training in so many different things and going through the yoga therapy program, I felt a lot of self-pressure really from myself. I feel like I have to pick something really specific and this is what I have to do and this is where I have to go and realize kind of in thinking back how, how limiting that really was in terms of, you know, I should do this, I shouldn't do this. I feel like, you know, the pandemic in that time of really having to shift so many things and really just kind of turning my life upside down in a lot of ways really forced me to kind of expand outside of that container and be like, you know, I don't have to be stuck in one place. And so that would be my number one thing would be just staying open to new opportunities and not limiting yourself. I think also really, um, being proactive, like reaching out to healthcare centers, offering to do demos for them, offering to do classes, educating them. Like I said, during my interview process, so much of them was just teaching them what yoga therapy is. And it feels so amazing to kind of be on that forefront of setting that standard for what yoga therapy is and and This work is so, so needed. And I think we really need to honor our scope of practice, of course, always. And that this work is so, so very needed. People, particularly when we're thinking, we know, with trauma, is that we have to look at the body. We have to address somatic symptoms. And we shouldn't put it on us as a yoga therapist to be an island. I really think so much of this work was meant to be in a collaborative environment. And not just this sort of collaborative environment, right? But that we take a team approach to look at this whole person and come from all these different facets. And so to remember this work is so needed and that we don't have to necessarily, you know, make things up or try to expand outside of that scope in order to be taken seriously in this work and just setting goals for yourself. That's so great. I think that's super advice, all of it, all of those different facets. And I really agree with you too, in terms of, how this is really meant to be teamwork. And I think that 
we can all bring out the best in each other when we work in a team like that. And we can bring the best possible care to the individual team, individual as well when we work in a team. So thanks for sharing that in such a, such a great way. Um, and I, and I hope folks get inspiration from you. So as you know, probably because you listen to the podcast from time to time, I like to ask this question of each of our guests. As you know, at Interpeace Yoga Therapy, we teach our students who are studying to become yoga therapists that one of the key pillars to doing the work is to first have your own steady daily sadhana or spiritual practice. And this sets the foundation and comes before holding space and doing any work with others. So I'd love to know what your daily practice looks like today. If I think of myself where I'm at right now, what it comes down to with my practice is this ability to meet myself where I'm at every day, realizing where I am now, well, where I've always been, but kind of figuring this out that I can't have the same practice every day because I'm not the same every day. And so really being able to adapt and change and know some days I can do a longer practice. Some days when I'm lucky, I will have the luxury of, you know, maybe I can do an hour, hour and a half practice. And a lot of days my practice is these little glimmers or these little moments throughout the day, but really being mindful in transitions, being really intentional when I'm going into classes or going into spaces that I give myself that two to three minutes to just breathe, to just be present, to just feel into my body and feel what's going on that day. So really bringing those little moments uh, whenever I can, regardless of, of where the day is taking me. I've been really heavy in, in trying to continue to establish my morning and evening rituals and really shifting that ideology of routines to rituals, bringing in that mindfulness and intention into them, using a lot of Ayurvedic practices. I love I love my tongue scraping and, you know, doing abhyanga and doing a lot of things within that. But I do those pretty regularly as well. I would say most of those are daily practices for me. And another probably big facet would be proprioception practices, which is a big thing, of course, in, in yoga as well, just how we sense ourselves in space. And so those other little moments of just being able to tap and intuitive movement and bouncing and, and tensing and shaking and all of those ways that we kind of just get that energy out and get that energy moving. And so I really like to, as many times as I can throughout the day, make that part of my practice as well. That's so awesome, Jenna, all of it. And it's just so exciting for me to to bear witness to this work that you're doing, even just from far away here. And I just so appreciate you taking the time to share with us today. All the best to you and to those who you serve. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Michelle. So wonderful to be here. And thank you so much for having me. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, visit us at innerpeaceyogatherapy.com.